previously on Ashes of the Order. QP-13 finished the calculations on Temran Ka's datapad. The result of the Jedi Master's life's work was the coordinates to Exil Kesh, a planet on the edge of the galaxy past Kessel, where Jedi exiles had founded a temple thousands of years ago. While the faithful droid completes final calculations, our heroes embark on an expedition for Vitric to earn more credits before their departure. I'm Amy Cameron. I play Lahela Bell. I'm a Togruta, and I'm a Jedi Counselor. I'm Derek Cameron. I'm Admiral. I'm a clone smuggler gunslinger. I'm Colleen Benson. I'm Brockti. I am a Twi'lek mystic. You guys had come back to the ship after speaking to Vitric. Uh, Rock T went off to study the holocron and learned how to be cool. Well, not how to be cool, but <laughs> worked on general preparedness. Uh, yeah, I would still say she's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rock T, or Lahela built her lightsaber, and Admiral modded his gun and got a Mandalorian tattoo. And then our good friend QP13 uh, came forward with the results from the data pad uh, from Temran Ka, and the destination that your master spent her life trying to find is a strange planet on the outskirts of the galaxy past Kessel called Exel Kesh, which was a which seems to be some kind of colony or temple established by some exiled Jedi. Before going there, you guys decided to do that mission for Vitric at least to get a little more credits before you go because you don't know what's going to await you out there in deep space. So that takes us to our mission today. But will we be able to do the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs? That's the real question. Oh, don't you worry about the Kessel run. This is uh... a... <laughs> I'm cooking something up. <sighs> oh dear. What? Guys, I don't remember Rocky's voice. Creepy and high. Creepy. <laughs> pretend, <laughs> pretend you're putting Jedi artifacts in your bosom, and imagine the voice that goes along with that. No, that was the fake voice. That was, that was, that was, that was her old lady voice that I also don't remember. Yes, but this was like really high pitched, uh, kind of like fairy, like you were a fairy almost. Okay, yeah. and you're... okay. We'll just, we'll just have to. I'll just go with it. Yeah, there were, there was a lot of talk about humming. The Hela, can you hear the humming? Yeah. <laughs> Admiral is D. Bradley Baker as the clones. <laughs> and then I'm like an octave higher than my regular voice, and then occasionally still try to throw an accent in the air. <laughs> uh, so let's start with rolling the force die to get your uh, force points. Or your destiny points, or whatever the hell they call it. Now, in, in the Discord chat, you can now type in uh, exclamation mark roll and then like the in this in this case w1 it'll roll one force die Ooh, did it hey look a dark side <laughs> <Soccer>. <laughs> i i just rolled my own dice <laughs> i rolled in my app i got two light side points i got two light side points Ooh. oh yeah we're so good at light siding if only we were good Unless at using them Sometimes there's a little dark side. This is not surprising to anyone. So you've got four points to draw from. So do you choose to do so? No one has yet. 
But should you choose to do so, nine episodes into no, wait, the wait, second arc. The one, the one jump, the one jump off of the thing for Lahela, because that wasn't gonna make. Oh, it. that's true. That's true. Okay, so that's like that's a finale thing, I guess. It's to, it's to actually use yeah. the points. So Vitric has uh, provided you some, some coordinates for the surface of Kolstev Two, which, if you remember, is the Earth-like system, Earth-like planet in this system. Following the coordinates from Vitric, the Ronin soars through the skies of Kolstev Two over a sprawling blue ocean to a mountain range. You're in the planet's southern hemisphere and far from any settlements. The range's tallest peaks stand like daggers thrust upward toward the sky. Traversing them would be nigh impossible even with the force. At the specified location, you find a large, flat opening, a clearing that doesn't appear entirely natural. At the center of this space is a pillar of obsidian, ringed by some kind of structure. It seems that the pillar is accessible, but only by going through the structure and the courtyard between. QP13 finds you a suitable landing spot outside the ring. So I'm just going to send over a quick picture here that I have a nice scribble. Is it basically just the remnant sites? I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> As you're describing it, I'm like, this just feels like it's something remnant. <laughs> it's much it's much more enclosed. So like the, the outer ring there is like enclosed. Like you oh, can't yeah. just walk through. Okay. I'm going to redraw. I'm going to recreate this in my book. So the LZ spot there is where... Uh, the Bronin lands, because he couldn't bring it down in between the two structures. Mm. Uh, now, Vitrick didn't give much to go with on this. He just knows that there's supposed to be some kind of Jedi site or some kind of Force-related site at this location, um, but he wasn't sure if it was safe for him to enter. And that's what all you, you got to go on. So the the ship has landed, and uh, you're out, you are outside the ring. All right, well, I'm assuming there's got to be some scanner on the ship that would kind of we'd kind of be able to scan for life forms? Uh, yeah, there would be. Um you engage that system, and uh, nothing nothing comes up for life forms. Uh, there's no life forms in sight around this whole like cleared out area. Cool. Well, I think we should go. We should we should just go and check this place out. No point waiting around. Yeah, Lahela will exit the ship without you know much thought. She'll definitely equip herself, obviously, with her lightsaber. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Rocky's also like leaving with you guys quietly, humming under her breath. Stepping out uh, of the ship. You do see two grand double doors um, kind of marked in that drawing there. Yeah, there's, there's two grand double doors near the landing zone, which uh, from here appears to be the only way in. Cool. Well, Admiral will walk up to the double doors. Um, is there anything significant, um, any significant designs or anything on the front of the door? Very minimalistic, but there'd be like the faintest sense of some kind of like line work around the perimeter of the door, but nothing too fancy, just, you know, some lines for definition and uh some kind of little stylistic flair and are roke t and i feeling anything through the force hmm that's it's not like a straight up and down like force check which is kind of unfortunate in D D, you'd have a stat that'd be like just roll to consult the force like cool insight to his situations maybe or perception even i'm very perceptive especially when it comes to the force especially when it comes to the force i'm i'm very perceptive (laughs) (laughs) Some might say um, too perceptive. Some would say <laughs> too perceptive. Um, it's a little concerning of how perceptive I am. Um, okay, can I can I do a perception thing and like imbue the force inside of me? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's do that. Um, I'm not going to add a challenge rating to it because it seems like something you should just be able to kind of like reach out with the force and see what you That's perceive. That's fine. I have a thing because I'm so keen-eyed I would get rid of it anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got uh, shoot, what are these things called? What are these things called? Um, <laughs> I fucking hate the names of them all. 
Okay, I got two advantages on the green, and then I get two yellows. So I got an excess success and another advantage, and then I got two more advantages. <laughs> Reveal additional details, and then success, that's or advantage, that's recall additional information about object noted. Yeah, additional details, and then basically additional details. <laughs> yeah. Many, <laughs> many additional details. <laughs> okay, so you succeed and you get additional detail. You got a lot of additional details. Thank you. Rokti, you uh, reach into the forest as you step off the ship and are examining the doors. And um, with that additional bonus part from your role, you do sense the force around this area. Like, what, like whatever this building is, it's steeped in the force, but it's not in the pleasant kind. Um, it is oh. a little steeped more on the dark side, especially considering that you spent your life living in the Jedi Temple, essentially, and you haven't had a lot of brushes with dark side stuff. Uh, you know oh. that this is wrong in some kind of instinctual way oh this is gonna go so bad <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm gonna run up play like grab her and turn around and just be like mahela wait there's something the wrong you <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong you don't you feel it it's it's not the right kind of force. We, sh- I don't know if we should go in here. We've come too far. We're, we're, this is a job. We are getting paid to do a job. We have to go in and find out what's going on. Besides, you don't, you don't understand. I don't. I feel, feel like if we leave this for the wrong people, then it could be. Lahela will look like mildly torn because she definitely trusts. That Rokti knows what she's talking about when it comes to the Force because, well, she hums. So she knows. Um, <laughs> but she also has her sense of needing to help people who are in need. And they, they did give their word to Victric that uh, they would help him. And she feels badly because they did take advantage of Victric and treat and cheat him and steal from him and lie to him. <laughs> And he does seem like nice people, so she also feels incredibly guilty for that. So she'll look a bit torn, and she'll turn to Rokti and grasp her hand comfortingly. And Rokti, our master prepared us for this moment. We should be able to go within and trust in the Force that this is where it's supposed to lead us on our path, to be able to help Victric. He's helped us so much already. And I do feel like we need to continue on this path to understand more on what's happening, if it is if there is the force involved. Um, Artua kind of just look hesitant, but nod her head and just kind of mumble in her breath. She's like, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> well, good thing I have my, my trusty my trusty blaster. Jeez. <laughs> English. Did he say that out loud or is that you saying it? <laughs> I can't no, tell because you don't change your voice. I know, because <laughs> I, I feel if I try changing my voice, it's going to sound horrible. And horrid, well, you, and it, I'm, you, you at least do it roughly before, like, blah, 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 I'm Admiral. Blah, blah, at, least blah. I, at least I have my trusty blaster. Lahela will try to keep a um, not face that's like you're an idiot, and she'll look at him and be like, your blaster will not help against the Force. It will if there's some evil Force users. She'll turn to Rokti and roll her eyes subtly where he can't see her do so. <laughs> Evil space magic. All right. Does anybody have any idea on how to get in this door? I'm assuming it's probably not just going to open if the force truly is deep in this place. Well, Admiral will kind of roll his eyes anyways and just walk up and push on it. 
naturally. <laughs> uh, nothing happens. Okay. As expected. Hey, I had to try. What if? What if we could just open it that way? Seeing Rocky's like looks at Admiral trying to push it, and kind of just goes with what his ideas are, and decides to use the force to try and slam the door open. Force push that door. Force push that door. <laughs> that actually, that that does work. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna make you roll a check for it, but yes, the key is to use the force. Um, and when you do um, push against it with the force, you notice that it doesn't um, it doesn't open, but you get the sense that it's a pull. So you are able to use the force to pull these doors. Listen, oh my God. even oh when my there's God. the pull and push signs on the doors, sometimes <laughs> you do the opposite. Exactly. No one can ever get it right the first try, and that's true with the okay. force. Okay, so so Rocky's nonchalantly had tried to force push the door, and she got the sense that it will open for her, but if she uses the force another way, and so she kind of goes and stands in front of it and puts her arm arms out to, like, invisibly grab on to, like, if there's latches on the door to open or handles, and just, like, flings them open all dramatically while she's standing in front of it. <laughs> The force theme, the force theme swells behind you. <laughs> exactly, like when someone's really angry walks in the door and the badass music starts. Just... It's like that dark phoenix shit. Yeah, and she'll kind of just like look over her shoulder at Admiral, and be like, "I did it." <laughs> uh, Admiral will just kind of shake his head. <laughs> Lily was going to look at them and say, well, I suppose there's no use in just standing around. We might as well go in. After you, Admiral, since your blaster can take on anything. Well, looking in through the doors that are open now, um, inside uh, the this outer this outer ring, the outer structure, I'm calling it, uh, is vast, but it's empty. Like You don't see anything inside. It's just, you, you see walls. You see bare walls um, that kind of slope up at a triangular, like, triangular angle. Uh, if that makes any goddamn sense, it probably doesn't. Uh, but the, there's no there's no decoration or markings. Uh, there's no like light sources. It's just kind of the ambient light falling in through the doors that you've opened up, and that's about it. the The walls are are made out of the same bare, sheer obsidian as the outside. Cool. If you were to step inside, you would just see a triangular hall in both directions, um, like running running the whole length of the outer ring there. But we don't see any other door, right? Not from the entrance, no. Well, we're just gonna have to walk in, I guess. Do we have like light sources? Um, I don't know if that's something. I have my lightsaber. Well, I guess <laughs> that's true. Cal Kestis uses his as a light source. I can do the same thing. That is true. That is true. All right. <laughs> but do you store it in your butt like Cal does? <laughs> I do not store it in my butt like Cal does. I do oh. not run like Cal. <laughs> As for anything else, I don't know if you have anything else on you that would be a light source, but I feel like you'd have something tucked into your jacket. I mean, I do I do have a trench coat. I probably have lots of timepieces and or light sources. And or cats. <laughs> and or cats. I have an unstable kyber crystal. Does that glass? <laughs> <laughs> if it's in a lightsaber. Mm, it's not. <laughs> Rokti walks in like it's Lord of the Rings. Elendil! <laughs> <laughs> Someone here is a Lord of the Rings geek. Uh, that'd be me. Totally agree. Does anybody have a light? Uh, not, 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 not for a death stick, but uh, to, so we can see. <laughs> well, Halo will take out her lightsaber and um, turn it on, so that way her lightsaber beam flashes and comes to life for the first time outside of her own 
escape pods uh, shenanigans that she was going through. And uh, other than that one time that she let Rokti see it in secret without Admiral because she doesn't trust him still. And she will take the first steps into the circle area since Admiral was obviously reluctant to do so, even though his blaster is supposed to be good. <laughs> it's hard to shoot things if I can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have written down a while ago on our ship that we had light sticks. What are light sticks? They produce light. Are they light sticks? Fancier than glow sticks, yeah. Okay, okay. As um, Mahela takes a step in, Roxy is just like, oh, wait, and run back to the ship <laughs> <laughs> and grab herself a light stick. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to come up. But the best part is she's going to run up to Lahela, all like proud looking on her face and hold up this tiny light stick as Lahela has like her amazing lightsaber and like mimic her like she's holding a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pure. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Lahela will give her a smile and say, ah, oh, very good, Rokti. We also have a special shout out for our Patreon supporters. Thank you to Barry Norton. Woo! By becoming a backer as little as $1 a month, you can gain access to bonus content like previews, looks behind the scenes, and outtakes. And polls to help shape the future of our network. Or at the $5 tier, you can get a shout out in each episode as well as other future perks. For more info on this, check out patreon.com slash quarter portion podcast. Now, back to the show. So we're walking. As you step inside the building, uh, you don't see anything new, even as you're inside. You just see triangular hall, as far as your eyes can see, wrapping around the building. Well, I suppose we should just pick a direction and go and see what we find. Left. I think left. Sounds good to me. So Lahela will start walking left. Excellent. You know, each step takes you a little bit further. You see a little further around the ring and you're still not seeing anything new. This could go on for a while and you'll eventually go around and see the same entrance where you came in. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. And the walls go right up the ceiling, right? Yes, yeah. So it's like a like you're inside like a triangular a pyramid is what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> Would it be more like a dome since it's circular? It goes around in a circle, but the walls the walls slope up like a triangle. Or a dome. <laughs> but no, they meet at a point. <laughs> Word pictures. <laughs> is gonna kind of go up to the inner wall and like put her hands on it and tap into the force because I'm gonna use some of my sense power tree that I have. Mm -hmm. So in general it says that I can sense force interacting with the world around me which is why I'm so like humming, right? But then (laughs) I can spend a light side Mm -hmm. to sense First, I'm going to sense all living things within a range around me. So I'm assuming that this place, you know, I can sense it. Um, that includes sentient and non-sentient beings. Oh, interesting. very interesting. So I want to see if there's anything inside, you know? Uh, so roll one white die. Got one light side. Uh, the white die always has a symbol on it anyways, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, you yeah. win no matter what. Just whether or not you tap into the dark side or light side. With your hand on the wall, you're able to extend your perception of the force out around the area nearby 
You don't sense any sentient beings around, but there is a vague sense of something that's non-sentient. Uh, not in this building, though. In the next building, the inner, the inner building. Do I get anything like from the wall? If there's an opening anywhere, that's tricky. There's, you can't sense where it is, mm-hmm. but with the weird way that you perceive the force, you know that there is some kind of door in the inner wall. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take my hand off and turn to Lahail and the Admiral and just say, "I can, I can feel it. There's, there's a way in. There's somewhere deeper and." There's, there's something there. I'm not quite sure, but, but there is something. I, I don't know if, if we need to be on guard, but we, we can get to it. I just don't know how. All right. Um, Admiral is going to try to see if there happens to be any seams or markings that might indicate indicate where a door potentially could be. Okay. Because he is not at all perceptive at all, but. He thinks he is. <laughs> you have perception on the edge of Empire Sheet, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want one of those? Um, is there a challenge rating? We'll call it one. So a success, a failure, and an advantage. Advancement reveals additional details. Now, Admiral, without the force, when you're investigating the wall, all that you're really kind of getting is that it's just the sheer obsidian. It's just like like no matter no matter where you look, high or low, within within range, your fingers just feel smooth sheer stone cool very cool lahela would like to try to insert her lightsaber into the wall to see if it can penetrate it okay uh you're just gonna stab into the wall right yeah i'm just gonna stab into the wall and see if it goes in (laughs) you turn you turn your lightsaber blade toward the wall this is obsidian like it's hard stone it's not cortosis though like it's not like it's lightsaber resistant you just um, put a hole in it. Can I make a hole for a door? Well, let's say the tip of the lightsaber, just the tip, hits the wall, um, <laughs> and you feels. feel that it is starting to cut through the stone. <laughs> just to feel it's there is resistance, and it takes a, it takes a bit to get like to make an actual hole in the wall. Um, and as you were doing this, um, Admiral standing nearby, you feel this kind of weird whispering almost in your head, like oh, there no. are these thought these thoughts come to you unbidden. It, they kind of sound like your own voice, but not at the same time. Order 67! <laughs> Order 67. Uh, 66.5. 66. <laughs> no. My master did not prepare, prepare me for this. <laughs> no, so the voice that sounds like your own, but not, makes you think about how the Twilight Jedi tried to hide the artifact from her friend. So what do you think she's keeping from you? Meanwhile, as, as Admiral is thinking this, the same kind of thing is happening to you, Rokti, and your own voice kind of makes you think, Lahela thinks you're a burden uh, living with your head in the clouds while she fights your battles. She's jealous of your connection to the Force. And even Lahela, as you're drilling into the wall with your lightsaber, your, your thoughts kind of turn in a strange direction, and you think, can you really trust the clone? You saw how bloodthirsty he was. He will lead you down the immoral path if he doesn't betray you to the Empire. Do you keep on drilling? Yes. Brockty's gonna say, hell no, this shit's not my voice. Give me a second. <laughs> she hears voices all day, every day, okay? <laughs> she, she's aware this is not one of the hummings. <laughs> Admiral will definitely be confused. Admiral can't trust his own brain. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely will be too distracted right now to really kind of register 
what uh, Lahela's doing with her lightsaber. He'll be trying to shake off that feeling, not really trusting whether it's actually his voice, if it's someone else trying to talk to him that just sounds like him. He's confused. Lahela is agreeing with the voice in her head about not trusting the clone. She already doesn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's kind of just choosing to try to brush away the voice of Rokti because they've grown up together like she knows everything about Rokti inside and out so she's confident that like what could Rokti possibly be hiding from her that she wouldn't know about but yeah the Admiral one she's all like yeah that's probably true but that's fine we'll deal with that later <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh my god um Sure, I thought I was playing on your uh, doubts and stuff, but no, you're you're 100 behind the evil voice. <laughs> no, she's already we're not worrying about that, but right now he's an advantage, so she's just dealing with it till she can trust him or not. She has a lightsaber now; she's not worried. She's happy. So Rakti's going to because she's so in tuned with the Force. Normally, there's always kind of voices, which is why she doesn't deal well with big crowds because she can't control the flow of all the people's energies and stuff so she's kind of used to random thoughts entering her brain (laughs) (laughs) but she's prepared that like she shouldn't have gone in here so she she kind of starts like rocking back and forth and humming to herself louder trying to like concentrate more on the force to be like what what should i do she doesn't doesn't really know that obviously something evil is putting thoughts in her brain but she's like she's concerned there's concern so she's rocking back and forth loudly humming to herself now <laughs> while Hale, I guess, is still trying to shove her lightsaber into the wall. Yeah, make a door. As Lahela presses on with that This is not a good idea. Not a good idea. Lahela's <laughs> blade digs a little bit further and uh, crimson designs begin to appear on the walls and floor. Yeah. Uh, you hear the sound of stone grinding against stone from somewhere farther down the ring. Ooh. And oh. from somewhere deep in the walls you hear a deep and ominous click. Oh. <laughs> There's a moment of silence, and then the roar of an inferno. Uh, you instantly feel a wave of heat, and then you see flames at the opposite ends of the ring. At the opposite end of the ring, rather. So f- to your right, the way you came back around the ring, you now see lights. There is a, there is some kind of fire, and it's moving towards you pretty quickly. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So <laughs> before we go on, I'm going to need everyone to make an average agility check. The coordination? Would it be coordination? <laughs> coordination is agility, and it, mine is too green. I would also be good with, like, so coordination or cool or vigilance. Whatever makes sense for your character in the situation, right? Like, so you've just tripped, like, an, an Indiana Jones-style trap, so, like, what whatever makes the most sense for your character to react to. I'm very coordinated. Okay, I'm doing vigilance because Rockty would have sensed that, like, immediately things were changing. She would have been like, oh, fuck, you know? Layla, as always, trying to be the ever leader of the group. She's going to try to keep her cool. And you said average, right? So two purples. Average, yeah. So two two purples. Two success and a threat. Yes. Um. Okay. Because I'm amazing, you know, with the force. Because <laughs> the force is my buddy. I get negative one purple. So suck on that. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was a Fonzie A, just for the record. Hey, I did it! I did it in the chat again! I'm so proud of me. I have two successes and two advantages. I have one failure and one advantage. 
you guys see the inferno coming your way and you start to run towards like the left like the same way that you went around the ring already and as fast as you're running the flames are catching up pretty quickly but you eventually see that there is a door opened like that big click you heard was was the sound of, of a door opening to the inner circle um so you, you're able to plunge out of it but lahela uh, you fell back a little bit uh, more than the others, and uh, with that, with the with the outcome of that roll, you're going to take one wound and two strain. And uh, there's some noticeable wear and tear to your clothes; like you'll you'll smell like smoke for a bit. <laughs> no, Admiral and Rokti, you guys get out unscathed, except for maybe some smoke inhalation and maybe some singeing on your clothes. But um, Admiral, in particular, the fire licked a little too close for comfort, and you can hardly breathe in your mask. As you step outside into the air, like your mask feels like it's been superheated. Oh, good. So what do you do with that? Rip it off. All right. So that feels like it brings you a little bit of relief at first, but it might be a minute before you'd want to put that back on. So you survived the Inferno that would have obliterated everything inside, as it did once before. Uh, And you now stand outside in in the inner courtyard. The air outside is cool and refreshing after this sudden cloying heat. Between the obsidian structures is a narrow circular courtyard where a hardy beige grass has managed to grow knee-high. The central building has an entrance from the south side. Um, and you're standing, you know, you entered the, the the outside ring at, let's say, like 6 o'clock on, on, the, on the clock dial. You'd now be standing at about 8 o'clock. And okay. you can see that there's an entrance to the inner building at around 6 o'clock as well. So you're standing about a little off to the west of the entrance to the in, to the inner broom. The inner broom. What's it look like in here? So you're back outside, technically, like you're in between the two buildings. Oh, okay. Uh, and you're standing in like like a knee high, beigey grass, but there's nothing really else uh, noticeable in this courtyard except for like the buildings. This courtyard is no longer maintained, so the grass has kind of taken over everything else. Rocky immediately as soon as we got into this area had crouched down so she's hiding in the grass and kind of just turns to Lahela and well that was close (laughs) (laughs) yeah Lahela will be uh, a bit out of breath kind of checking her clothes to make sure she's you know not singeing anywhere Uh, and she'll also have um, turned her lightsaber off at this point yeah I wonder if that was the dark forces you were feeling before that you didn't trust I guess we'll find out. <laughs> and uh, Admiral will be kind of checking his his, his blaster pistol, uh, making sure that it's still in working order, because obviously um, he's going to need that if there's going to be more fire coming at him. Yes, because a blaster will stop the fire. <laughs> it was a joke. Admiral's an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, so after a moment of you guys standing around, kind of catching your breath and checking pistols and whatnot, putting ourselves out, QP-13 squeals over your comlinks uh, before you can approach the next building. Incoming ship. Oh. Looking up, you see a familiar silhouette, a Republic L-A-A-T gunship. But as your eyes adjust, you can tell it's untraditional. Any Republic imagery is gone, some clumsy customizations have been made, and a new insignia adorns its side, a skull shaped like a clone trooper's helmet. Uh, three figures repel out and land before the entrance to the inner building. From this distance, you guys can see that two of them wear the traditional armor of clone soldiers. They're battle-worn and customized in in ways the Republic would never approve, though. The third person, their leader, appears to wear a Jedi's chestplate and robe. And you can still see the blaster fire holes from its previous owner's murder. This leader carries his helmet, and his face is familiar, 
In many ways. It's the face of a clone, yes. But, Admiral, you would recognize this clone anywhere. You knew him as AK-121, and he was once the second best shot in your troop, second only to you. And from here, you hear him say, All right, discarded sons, let's breach that door. Dun dun dun! Oh, sh- shit. Discarded sons. Oh, do they wish they were the Bad Batch? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> They're... They're complicated. Uh, so just just to paint the scene, though, you are standing there with your mask off, too. Right. Um, and they haven't noticed you at this point because you're standing off 10 feet away in the high grass. Which I would like to point out, Rock T is hiding in. She knows what's up. <laughs> Killed the Jedi and fucking stole their robes and Rock I, T's about I to would, lose her shit. Yeah, I was about to say, next episode, be ready. Rocky's going bad shit. We saw how she was. With this innocent man who this just nice happened man. to, yeah. yeah, this nice man who just picked stuff up and how she was so outraged that he dared <laughs> defile Jedi things. Now this person's literally wearing the thing that he, like, the Jedi that he killed's robes. Oh man, she's gonna torture this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not even gonna care. For more information on the show, visit the Quarter Portion Podcast on social media. Please check out our Patreon to help support the show and access bonus content. And until next time, may the Force be with you. This has been a production of the Quarter Portion Podcast Network. Heroes Comics is Southwestern Ontario's largest comic book and collectible store, located in the heart of downtown London at 186 Dundas Street, Heroes specializes in new and vintage comics, along with action figures, statues, and collectibles of all types. Whether you're looking for Star Wars comics and toys, or the latest graphic novels, manga, and trade paperbacks, Heroes has something for fans of all stripes. For more information, visit heroescomics.ca. Curbside pickup, delivery, or mail orders are now currently available. We have a brand new way to connect with you and the larger Quarter Portion Podcast Network community, our very own Discord server. Check the show notes and or our social media pages for a link to join our new welcoming community of Star Wars fans. Second tier Patreon supporters can even earn a special user role on this channel. We hope to see you there.